Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. So every TD is required to fill out a form effectively once a year and let the Oireachtas, let the Dáil, let the Houses of Parliament know what his or her business and other interests are. And that's where the trouble started for Robert Troy because his property portfolio, he owned 11 properties, all legally owned and all of that, but he owns 11 properties. He didn't fill his forms out properly. And that's where all this started. Adam Higgins, political correspondent of the Irish Sun. Adam, it was almost inevitable that he would go in the end, especially after Eamon Ryan stood up yesterday and said two investigations were needed. But outline for me where it started. He didn't fill his forms out properly and then claimed he made a mistake. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Yes, you're right. So this all starts with the Dahl Register of Interest. Now, this Register of Interest, this form that we're talking about, the role of that form is to tell the public what skin each TD has in the game so that we're all on the same page and we can see who's representing who and if they have any business interests. And, and that has to be upfront and clear. So Robert Troy never hid the fact that he was a landlord. He had registered property, properties on the register in the past. Some of the properties that we're talking about that went missing from the register had been registered in previous years. But there was a couple of properties that kind of disappeared. And so Robert Troy said that this was all an honest mistake. And he said that he didn't give the form the due diligence. He said he was embarrassed by this. And he said what happened was the form says that I've read the form myself in the past few days over and over and over again. And it says that you must declare interests, whether they're properties or businesses, between January 1st and 31st of December every year. So every day of the year. And Minister Troy read this as only the ones that you hold on December 1st. So properties that he sold in the middle of the year, he didn't register. And this is where he made the mistake. And this is the mistake that has ultimately led to his downfall. No misinterpretation, but in his day job as a junior minister, he was responsible for the following of regulation by other companies. And I would have thought, Adam, and you spend an awful lot more time in the Dáil than I ever have, I would have thought that if he has any doubts about how to fill his form out, there's someone he can ask, correct? Oh, 100%. There's many um, people that work in the, in the Dáil that will be able to help with that sort of thing. And I think you're right to point out that the job that the minute that tr- uh, Robert Troy has resigned from is Minister of State of Trade Regulation. And when the minister himself can follow the rules of the Dáil 
and he's in charge of making those rules and policing the rules for in trade regulation for business, I think that becomes a very sticky situation. And then when you add on top of that, that this all relates to one of the most difficult topics for the government in housing, I think it was inevitable, as you pointed out earlier on, that Minister Troy would have to step down. It was inevitable five or six days ago, Adam, to be fair to any of us who were watching it. Why did it take so long? Well, I mean, some people have been surprised at how quickly this happened. I mean, this was 10 days ago the initial reports first came out, and there was this kind of drip feed of information that really didn't help Minister Troy's case. He did try to save everything with a big tell-all interview on the RTE on Monday, where he kind of, a big mea copa, apologised, said he was embarrassed by everything, and Troy even gave new information about how many properties he had, how many uh, half payments he was getting from the state for, for tenants and he kind of gave out all this information but even after that more revelations came to do with claims around fire certs that he then clarified again and said he didn't need these fire certs for a specific building in Dublin and it just kept going on and on and on and when as the famous saying says when you're explaining you're losing and I think Minister Troy has been explaining a hell of a lot over the past few days. Now I, I was thinking to myself one of the reasons it took so long Adam was you know in the, in the back corridors of power they, they realised two or three days ago that, that he just wasn't going to get through this. But in three weeks or so, there's a budget and they need his vote. So they need him to go, but they don't need to make an enemy out of him. Would that have played any role here? I know the point you're trying to make, but really I think you're losing the personalities involved in here. Both the Taoiseach and Tanish to spoke really very highly of Robert Troy. Mm. He's by all accounts a very popular TD within the Fianna Fáil party and within the government. A very hard-working TD in um, the Department of Business. And I think they're probably standing by him on that basis. I don't know if it comes solely down to them needing the vote. Was there ever a question that Robert Troy, if he stepped down, would leave Fianna Fáil's uh, party whip? I don't think so. And I don't think that ever really kind of came into it. Right. So where do we go from here now? Obviously, there's a job to be got. Uh, and is it, is it over now? Or are the Sunday papers and people like yourselves in the sun, are you still looking for the next chapter or does this close it? Uh, I think this is the beginning of the end of the saga of the siege of Troy for a uh, one of the headlines we've been using for a couple of days. I think there will still be questions to be asked. The, the opposition parties still want to see uh, evidence that, um, one, that all uh, Minister Troy's properties were properly registered with the RTB. They want to see proof about these fire certs that he said uh, that they weren't needed. And they've also called for uh, proof that he's completely tax compliant on the properties, especially the one that he said he received cash payments for. So that evidence is still wanted. There may still be questions in the doll about this, but I think it will come up again. And But I think the key thing that the opposition will, I suppose, use this um, as is to highlight the government's failures in housing. And they will claim that this is all part of the Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael agenda of using the private industry to try to sort housing and relying on the private industry too much as opposed to, you know, using social housing and, and building public housing in in a big scale, like Sinn Féin would, would argue. I'm, I was just uh, observing at the top of the programme, Adam, that August is really a month that Michal Martin won't be fond of. This is three Augusts in a row that it's been very sticky for him in government. It has. It's scandal uh, and controversy after uh, August each, each year. And I think 
one of the reasons that that Minister Troy may have stepped down um, so quickly during this scandal is that this month and the next coming weeks are going to be very busy and very difficult for the government. We have, first of all, a series of parliamentary party thinkings where all the TDs will get together and the the likes of myself and the political reporters will go along and ask questions. And then you have the run-up to the budget where there will be many... um, opportunities to question ministers and TDs and everything else. And I think if this had kept dragging on into all that and distracted from that, it would have been a very difficult time for the government and, of course, difficult for Minister Troy. So he's decided to step down to to prevent that distraction, I suppose. Okay. Do you think it's going to go away in the eyes of the public, lastly? No, I think there will be still questions to be asked. I think it will. There will. Minister Troy does still have to give some explanations on things. And I think then obviously you have the, the question of the successor, who Michal Martin appoints to that role. Now, early early names have been flown around. It's really probably too early to say, but the likes of Derek Leary's name has come up among Fianna Fáil circles mm-hmm. and whether Michal Martin will go back there. But I think it will probably be a couple of weeks away from uh, a brand new appointment there. All right, listen, Adam, always good to catch up with you. Adam Higgins, political correspondent of the Irish Sun. Courts 96 FM.